Hey everyone, check out all the great deals on Amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the Amazon banner. By doing so, you're helping out the D2R Podcast Network. Don't forget to tell a friend and thanks for listening. If your guy or girl's got facial hair that's kind of not smelling right, not feeling right, not all that great, go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got scents that every guy and girl will like. Every kid likes to play with your beard. Why not give them something to smell nice as well? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody that great bird today. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. To Reality Entertainment presents the Think Tank Podcast. Pre-recorded, deep undercover, in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man. This is what, going to be Trump's second Supreme Court justice that he gets to pick? Did his first one go through? Yeah. The uh, Gorsuch or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gorsuch went through. The, the, well, I mean... To be fair, this one's replacing a guy who retired after Trump got elected. It's not right. like the other one was. No, this one's to replace Scalia, who died. No, that's what they're saying. That's what they put in articles that this one's to replace Scalia. So did Gorsuch was to place the Kennedy that retired? I think they did him in reverse or something. It's it's weird. I'm telling you, I, I swear I read that. Let me look so, it up just to make was, sure. But no, because Kennedy was Kennedy is retiring. I thought I already did. Well, yeah, I think he's retired now, but I, I was going to say, like, I think he he it was he retired after the other guy was already passed through. Well, the other guy, Anthony, okay, so uh, now this one's saying he... Yeah. 
Yeah, he's for he's Kavanaugh was one of our four U.S. Court of Appeals judges. Personal yeah, transfer replacement for Kennedy. Yeah, well, I just saw, the reason I said that I saw a thing the other day saying that he was going in to replace Scalia. Right. So the Gorsuch did get through. So I mean, that makes more sense. You would replace the one that died, right? Not right, the one right. that just retired. But I, I swear, I saw something that said that. So they must have been right. They had the wrong info or something. Right. 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 Yeah. But no. No. Like so. The thing of it is, is is where I was going with this is this this is Trump's second yeah. second Supreme Court justice. Okay, he. That that first off is very rare for a president to be able to pick two Supreme Court justices, especially. Well, why'd Kennedy retire? <laughs> I'm surprised you don't know that. I, I think I've heard, but I'm so. So, from my understanding, I don't know all the details yet. I, I've only read some articles on it, but one of the reasons that. There are supposedly reasons that Kennedy is retiring is because his son's ties with ju- with President Trump when it comes to finance and banking. He stepped down July 31st. This is from Newsweek. Right. So let's see here if it says... You, it says he wants to spend more time with family. He's fucking 81. Right. No, I understand. He's old. So he's, but getting, he's getting up there anyways. But look, look who his son is. Well, I'm, I'm hoping the article gets to that. Right. Get the fuck off the screen. All right. No, we don't want to know who voted for who. We want to know. It's nominated by Reagan. Notified the president. Every time you do that, the audience yawns. The audience yawns. <laughs> Sorry. I'll cover the mic next time. It's okay. Dave does that lots of times, too. We usually meet way early. We're meeting way late. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't say anything about his kid. All right, so you, you know? got to look up who who Kennedy's son is. He's the head... So Anthony Kennedy. Anthony Anthony Kennedy's son. But he's obviously related to the Kennedys, like the Kennedys, right? Uh, I don't think so. I thought he was. Anthony Kennedy... Son, banker. You don't yeah. think he's? I swear, I heard that too. Yeah. So the the right there, the thinly sourced theories about Trump's loan and oh, so yeah, it's a conspiracy theory. So yeah, well, that's why it's surprising they didn't know it. So Justice Kennedy's son well, gave it a billion dollar loan justice. to Trump. So this was unimportant, really, until now with Kavanaugh, it started getting interesting because now men are under attack. Men have been under attack. With this whole Me Too and feminism and all this right. shit. You know, the thing of it is, is like, okay, we'll take Louis C.K., okay? I love Louis C.K. Right. Okay. They said, oh, he, he used his power to jack off in front of women. <laughs> okay? Who didn't? Right. Wait. What, are, are, are you trying to say that a woman or a man has never used their power to sleep with somebody else? <laughs> what? If you have fame, not I mean, even fame, you could be the manager at fucking McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I'm, I'm going to go with the fame piece. Yeah, I get the manager at McDonald's. Right. Oh, you want to keep your job? Or no, I wouldn't even say keep your job. You got the new girl. She doesn't know anything. She's a little cashier or something. She works at drive-through window. She's fucking hot. Hey, 
you got to work Saturday. Oh, I don't want to work Saturday. Well, I'm sorry, you got to work Saturday. You know, maybe we can work something out later or something. You know, and later on she comes. Yeah, out later, like what, 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 what can I, what can I do to, to not work Saturday? Oh, well, you can suck on my nuts. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and then, first you might say it jokingly, but then you might be like, you know, no, no, something. I'm serious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. And, and the thing of it is, is and women do it too. That's the thing. Women do it too. How how many times is there the hot female boss and you got the guy intern? You know, I've never had a hot female boss. <laughs> <laughs> I had so, a few hot guy bosses, right? No hot people. But I'm just saying, like, right, right, like, it. It, like, there's so many about you know the cougar and the younger guy and stuff like that. Like, you know. They they make guys out to be these like awful predators. Now, granted, I think there was a time to where things were going extremely too far, but when this whole Me Too movement started, I think that was already working through. It was it was probably at a slower pace, but it was already working through. The thing of it is, is people like me and you, just normal people, even if we were to get into politics and stuff like that, to try to make a change, to really do make a change. We can't do it because now we're worried about all the shit in the past. You know? Oh, I remember grabbing that girl's ass at church camp. Is that going to come back and bite me? You know? Like, am I going to be up there? Depends how much the other party offers her. You know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) To come out and take a stand against you. Because whatever party you are, the other party's looking for that. Right. That shouldn't be part of politics, dude. We period. All, we all have skeletons in our closet. Exactly. We, we all. So why are we acting like this is a big fucking deal? Because it's not a big fucking deal. From from the facts that I heard, it shouldn't be a deal because first off, they're under eighteen. All right, they're both under eighteen. They're both kids. It was a fucking high school party where people got drunk at. You know, I'm sorry, but th- this was something. Innocent. It wasn't the fucking ending of kids, right? You know. Yeah. And if you don't know what the ending of kids is, go fucking watch kids. Yeah. So, that's a fucked up ending. That's a fucked up ending. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it just that that shit irritates me. I don't know. I I feel like men are under attack unnecessarily, and I'm. A, to to I, I agree. To a point, know? yes, we are. Yes, we are. And, and, you know? and not to say that, well, women should be held down. Well, they shouldn't. But no. we also shouldn't be just attacking men because, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the thing that, What the fuck are we doing in this country right now? I, I support feminism, okay? Uh, a lot of girls that I know, they're like, you know, yeah, you do. You I su- don't. I support you. women that want to do whatever they want to do. I'm, right. I'm not supporting the movement of feminism because I have to feel like the movement of feminism... Is corrupted. Okay, I was going to say, yeah, uh, that, that's a, that's the point I was going to make. But I make it. I the, the the feminism I support is equality. Okay, you know, if a girl wants to walk around topless, fucking let her walk around topless. Now, the, I can't say that men are not going to sexualize that. But first off, it's not normal. If you make it normal, they no longer sexualize it. They don't sexualize it in Africa with the tribes because that is normal for them. Exactly. We we sexualize it over here in National Geographic when we're 12 years old and we're beaten off to it. That's when we sexualize it, you know? Well, that's been done by design, though. Right. They need to... Well, sex I mean, sells. That's the thing. Sex sells, yeah, you know? It's a money-making okay. thing. I'll, I'll give you a for instance. Uh, I Was it yesterday? Yesterday. So yesterday I was... I, I went to have sushi, 
Okay. Apparently there was uh, some uh, formal thing going wrong with with some school or something like that. I don't know if it was college or high school or whatever. Homecoming's going on right now. Yeah, but I don't know if it was for a college or high school oh, okay. because of where I live. You know. So and, and so the the thing of it is is. It, girls showed up at the sushi place with guys. They're all dressed up and stuff like that. This girl is wearing a shirt, or not a shirt, a dress that's like a diamond cut through the middle, so you could totally see her cleavage all the way down to almost her belly button. And then it was super freaking short. And when she sat down, you could see up her fucking skirt. All right? I'm a guy. I'm going to stare at some shit. I'm not sitting there you know, drooling in her crotch or anything like that. But I was like, oh, shit. Like, I wonder if she knows that you could see right up there, you know? Mm-hmm. She chose to wear that. She can't tell me not to look at her. Do you think that's done, too? Like, she chose that. Obviously, we assume as men, she chose that knowing what she's doing. Yeah. We we assume as men she couldn't be that fucking stupid. She has to know that when she sits down that her her pussy's literally hanging out. Yeah. And and then we also as men assume well well then you obviously wore that cuz you want to be looked at. Right. Otherwise you wouldn't have worn that in the first place, which to me as a man completely understands that philosophy. But then how the fuck can women argue I just want to wear that because I you know, I'm comfortable with my body, and I want to show it off. Right. So, so you're literally admitting that you want people to look. Well, I don't. I don't want them to yeah. look at me. I, and, and I want to show off and, my body, but I don't want anybody to look. Yeah. You you can't. Yeah. That's, that's impossible. Not, that's, that's not the way it works. That's fucking stupid. You it, know. That's like I want to paint my car, but I don't want anybody to see it. Yeah. You know, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. You know, well, I want to wear a dildo on my head, like in that one movie with uh, Orgasmo. Right. But I don't want anybody to make a comment about the dildo on my head or laugh at me. Right. Okay, but you're wearing a dildo on your head. Right. And you're in public. What yeah. the fuck do you think's going to happen? Yeah. You're wearing a fucking you with your a shirt with your or a dress with your tits hanging out and your pussy hanging out when you sit down, and you expect people to not look. Right. Well, th- yeah, they should. Okay, okay, but that's not how it works. That's not logical. Right. And the thing of it so is, get your is head out of your with, ass. with with advertisement and media and everything, they all try to they they steer it towards sexuality. All right, they st- they st- they steer it towards sex. You know, hey, Axe body spray, prime example right there. Okay, you know, chicks dig this shit, spray it on you, blah blah blah, and everything like that became the biggest douche movement ever. Right. Right. So. And, and you know the sad part is, is I actually kind of liked the smell of it. It, it like it was it was something quick. It, it made yeah. you smell clean. It made I, me itch, so I didn't <clears> use it. Right. Well, I'm just saying, like it was. I didn't wear it all the time and stuff, but it was one of those things where you just do a light spray on your clothes, and it at least, at least makes your clothes smell nice, you know. So, but yeah, I didn't wear it all the time. My fucking daughter bought it for me for Christmas and shit, and I was like, well, I guess I gotta fucking wear this, you know. Yeah. But you know the thing uh, with, I believe. Equal pay for equal work, okay? If a girl's a fucking engineer and a guy's an engineer, yeah, they should make the same fucking money, all right? But if a girl's a fucking waitress and the guy's an engineer, I'm sorry, you're not going to make the same fucking money. You can fucking forget it. Right. When you you flip burgers at McDonald's, you shouldn't (coughs) be making the same um, wage that somebody that is doing way more harder work. Right. You know, Or whatever. I mean, 
you're, it's supposed to be an entry-level job. I'm sorry, there are people that decide to go become managers there. They're, they're also doing that as a career. Right. You're not trying to flip burgers for a career. And if you right. are, you have to understand that the pay is not going to be good. Right. Well, so I, why are we fighting for $15 an hour? Well, or I, now what is it, 20 or 25 they're trying to get or some shit? Like, right. What the fuck? I, I, I've done a little bit of research, not a whole lot. I've done a little bit of research into this. And the, I, under, I, I totally agree with you. All right, we should not be paying these people $15 an hour. But at the same time, we have to look at the aspect of the cost of living in the United States and the amount of what our dollar is worth. And it's went drastically downhill for a long time. Okay. You know? So then if you adjust right now because the value of the dollar has gone down and now we say, well, because the value of the dollar has gone down, we're going to start paying these people $15 an hour. But then in two years when the value of the dollar goes up hypothetically these people are going to be okay with taking a pay cut right it, it, it it's 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 not it, you it, understand the problem we're going to end up with though right well i'm just saying like the the dollar the the amount of money like okay if they're like oh well if you had a hundred dollars in in you know 1950 it's worth ten thousand dollars now or something you know well, you know, and you can look up like what the dollar amount was. You know, my, my dad made roughly like twenty-five dollars an hour or something like that, and he made that for a pretty long amount of time, and I believe all through the nineties and stuff. Well, you look up how much fucking twenty-five dollars an hour is in nineteen ninety-three versus now, it's it's like forty something bucks an hour, you know. So you know, you take somebody who's making. Three dollars an hour, or or four dollars. When I was my first job, I made four fifteen an hour. All right. You take somebody who's making four fifteen an hour in nineteen ninety seven, compared to somebody who's making four fifteen an hour now, it, it, it's it's shit. You know. So well, that's not even minimum wage. Well, yeah, I know, but I, I'm saying like, it, 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 I get there's a different yeah, because of inflation, all this other shit. I right. get that, but. They aren't understanding that this is not supposed to be the job you stay at for right. a period of time. This is a summer job. This is a to so that you're not sitting in your parents' basement sleeping 24 hours a fucking day. Right. This is for you to get out, do something, earn a little bit of money, pay for the gas that you're driving around in the shitty car that you have. Yeah, I completely because you're understand 16 that. and you need a first job. This is right. not a career. Right. No. And, no. And the people right. that choose a career and become managers there make good money. Right. It, it, the, Why don't we understand that as a fucking nation, though? Why is this so the, fucking well, hard to understand? The, the other part is is that we have become a nation of customer service. We are no longer a nation of manufacturing goods. We have all of our goods manufactured in Indonesia. We have them manufactured in China. We have them manufactured in Mexico. We have them manufactured in Canada. Oh. I, I don't want to fucking talk to that person right now. So, but, so we, we have our goods, we have everything manufactured elsewhere, all right? It, for literally pennies on the dollar, like literally 30 cents a day in some of these places, all right? Which is, that, that's how much the worker makes, you know? Yeah. And, and so, we no longer manufacture that here, so the only jobs we have are now our customer service jobs, you know? So we have 
all all the customer service support personnel at the stores we go to. We have the customer support personnel at the restaurants we attend to. So we become a nation of customer support, you know? And then half that, if it can be, we're outsourcing elsewhere too, you know? So then why, why as a nation of people are we so against, for instance, Trump who wants to, according to what he says, bring back these companies why are we so fucking against that as workers because we've got to a point where we just don't want to have to fucking work we want everything for free because what, bernie sanders says so no or? no no because what he's trying to do is bully companies to come back which i kind of understand what he's doing there but oh, the, okay you have bully oh, okay you have apple he's okay. trying to give them an incentive to come back right well, because he's trying to put america first as opposed to well, hey you're a piece of shit company that wants to go over here and Pay people thirty cents a day, right? Yeah, I get it. It's way cheaper to do that than have it here. But I'm going to fuck with these taxes so that you want to come back here, so that we don't have unemployment right. skyrocketing. We want to get that down. But it, why are we so against that? Be, be, it, well, because he's bullying. But then no, we're no, against no, these no, major no, companies. No. This is what I'm saying. The arguments that these people make are don't make sense. Right. They're fucking stupid. So. So the thing of it is, is like you have, we'll take Apple. Apple's a great one. They're a multi-billion dollar company, probably a, almost a trillion dollar company, I believe, at this point. Weren't they one of the ones that crossed a trillion dollars recently? So No idea. Okay. But anyways, all right, you have Apple, all right? Most of their goods are built over in China, okay? How do we get that manufacturing over here? That would be lovely. We would love to do that, okay? First, we have to set up the plants. Now we have to have the technicians. The other thing, most of the, most of that shit is not automated. It's all built by hand. So we have to automate everything to be done. All right? That takes a lot of time. That takes people with skill, stuff like that. So in order to do something quickly, if I want to turn an iPhone every single year, I don't have time to be replacing automation lines. You know this from experience because you work on an automated line. You know? So it takes, what, six months? To re- revamp a line, you know? Could you imagine doing that for a phone every year or a car every year, you know? And, and so, you know, so you... So that, if you're offering them a tax incentive and it's not that tax incentive isn't advantageous, the, the, they're not going to move anyways. The money so, wouldn't stay here anyways. That's the problem. Because they can get it cheaper elsewhere. So it's fair then to those the, Asians that are willing to work do, for 30 cents a day. What they would do? You're cool with that, right? So I, I'm not cool with that. I'm not cool with so, that. So, but we're against tax incentives to attempt to get these companies back. So you said bullying. I don't no, consider it the, bullying the, at all. The, the, I, no, no. I'm I'm not saying he's wrong. That's the thing. I'm not saying he's wrong. I think he should bully him. Okay, but I'm saying that's the way he's going about it. Is he's bullying? The thing of it is, is like what I would do. I would be like, look, are you an American company or not? All right. And Apple would say, no, we're not. Right. And it's okay. Fine. These are the taxes you're going to pay. Yes, I understand. These are the tariffs that you're going to do, which is what he's doing. All right? Apple was not included on the last round of tariffs because of all their Bluetooth products and stuff like that. They knocked it off. All right? But I would say, look, if you want to be an American company and you want to sell your goods in America, which is the largest free market in the fucking world, then you need to understand that these are the things that you need to do. All right? And we can either make or break you as a company. All right. Nobody wants to go up against a company because they'll be like, "I don't need you as a country," which they do. They do need us, you know. 
the... So you think with the that election, the midterm, that if it goes, say, the way of the blue wave, the apple will maintain its ground. But if it goes the way of the red wave, that then Trump has even more power, I guess you could say, and then maybe he would put that kind of what you just described, and then Apple might say, well, they're going to have to choose, China or here. Right. Or yeah. we're going to have to figure out a way to do both type you of know, deal. You know what I mean? The, the, w- another thing that we have to look at is we are a global economy. The world is no longer this country, this country, this country. We're a global economy. We're a free, almost a free trade global economy. All right? Yeah, there's tariffs and everything else like that, but if we want to keep these companies from having these tax havens, all right, we have to hold their feet under the fire and be like, look, if you want to be an American-based company and not be tariffed and taxed out the ass for your products, then what we're going to have to do is, you know, if your headquarters is here in the United States, so much of your workforce has to be here in the United States. End of story. So much of your manufacturing has to be here in the United States. I don't care if you have to pay this guy $12 an hour and this guy 30 cents a day. I don't give a fuck. All right? You can make it work because you're a billion-dollar, if not a trillion-dollar company, and your profits say that you're bullshitting me. You know? When your CEO is making three or four hundred million a year, you know, or even a hundred million a year, you're bullshitting me. And that's the biggest thing. And that CEO, half that money he's getting is probably through tax havens and everything else because he don't want to pay taxes. You want to be an American? Pay your fucking taxes. That's what I'm saying. I'm American. I pay my fucking taxes, you know. Uh, And I'll tell you what, I'm proud. Because, you know what, the roads I drive on, yeah, I live in fucking Chicago. There's a lot of potholes. and There's only two seasons. And that's fucking winter and construction. You know? But I pay my taxes. My kids go to school. They have fucking clothes. They get an education. For the most part, K through 12 is almost free. You know? But I pay my fucking taxes. You know? So there's a lot of good that comes to paying taxes. People are like, oh, fucking taxes. Pay your fucking taxes. You go down to the park and you have a good time. You take your dogs or your kids or whatever like that. That swing your kids fucking swinging on for free? You know, maybe I need to go over there and put a coin meter or a dollar fucking bill changer in there. So when your kid wants to swing, you got to pay me a fucking dollar. Now, could you imagine the outrage? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, people would lose their fucking mind, and it would. You know who would lose their fucking mind? The people don't even use the goddamn park. Exactly. That's what people exactly. lose their goddamn mind. You know, like me. So it would piss me off. To, yeah, exactly. You'd be like, why are they putting a fucking dollar thing? You know what? Because we got to replace that swing and people quit paying fucking taxes. Yeah. You know? I'm in a really high fucking tax bracket. I'm probably, you probably are too, especially with your overtime and stuff. And I'm in a fucking high tax bracket and I pay my fucking taxes and I don't bitch about it. All right? And I don't care if I am taxed at fucking 40% after making so much fucking money. Yeah, that's that's fucking America, man. You know? It's not fucking guns and everything else. It's fucking paying taxes. That's what we do. You know? We fought about paying taxes. Now, if you think a tax is unfair, that's when you get into politics. That's when you fucking start driving the point. You know? Hey, uh, I'm not being represented paying this tax. You know? 
I don't have kids that go to fucking school here. I don't, I, I don't drive on half these roads, you know, and they're fucking shit anyways. Have I ever told you my idea for a tax? The way taxes should be distributed and all that? No. Have I ever gone over it with you? I don't think so. Is that another podcast? No. Because like, <laughs> I've, I've told enough people, and to me it makes the most sense, and I'm sure there's there there's definitely going to be kinks to work out, but if right. you could use the the concept, I mean, obviously it, it, it's not 100% foolproof, but I think if you use the concept, it could work. You have a 401k, correct? Right? Yeah. You get to pick your... Your funds, how much percent goes into what fund? So you put eight percent of whatever into your four hundred one k, but then that eight percent gets divvied up between what would be the equivalent of a hundred percent into all these different funds, right? To try and generate money for you for your retirement, right? Well, they take a percent of taxes. Well, then every year I get a fucking sheet with everything that is a government funded organization, and I choose then. Of my eight or twenty or forty percent that's coming out of my taxes, I get to choose what I want my money going into. See, there's problems with that, though. That's why. What? That's what I said. Yeah. There, there isn't problems with that, but there is. There is right. in in the fact that well, certain things that need to be funded won't get funded. Right. Well, then why do we need that? Because okay, it's my this is this is right. the, the general concept of this. So I'm not saying okay. So everybody that pays taxes and nobody, you know, out of out of the millions of people that pay taxes, four dollars goes to infrastructure just on a fluke, right? Because nobody fucking sees the advantage because they just don't understand, right? Well, that's a problem, yeah. Because four dollars is going to infrastructure and. All this other money seems to be going over here. I'm not talking about that specifically. I'm talking about all this money that goes to all these other uh, things that you don't really know about. Meaning like, all right, so no matter what, of your 40%, 50% is going to, let's just say, can be decided for your your big 10, your infrastructure, your... uh, Military, the you know the the big ten. Let's just say whatever right. those ten things are. That no matter what, fifty percent of your forty percent. Right. I know we're getting a lot of numbers and percentages here. Yeah. But bear, bear with me. Goes to that. The other fifty percent, a hundred percent at other fifty percent. Now you get to decide all this other bullshit. Let's just right. say. So, well, at, at a certain point, you're going to find out that hey, maybe nobody wants this program. Or this whatever. So let's get rid of it. it right. I think it, it would be a way to start to weed out these programs that are funded for no reason that nobody gives a fuck about, nobody uses, nobody cares. Because two people out of a million, oh, well, what about those two people? Well, those two people, it's at a certain point, what, what are we doing here? Right. You're going to give right. millions of dollars to a program that two people really, really want? Right, right. Come on. And those two people work for that program, so they have incentive and another reason. Right. But they don't actually use their own program. You know what I mean? Like, right. And well, the, the 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 problem with that is like, and now granted, you're not talking about doing like very 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 specifics. But so first off, you have 
your your big budget stuff and you know your biggest budgets for the united for the u.s government is first off is just it administration all right the president the senators blah 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 secretary of defense name blah 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 okay. i just want to add one thing <clears throat> i don't think they should be able to vote themselves a fucking raise i think the nope. american people need to vote on that not that we voted you into office so that you could then vote your wage. No, we right. get to vote your right. raises. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's no. fucking outrageous. It is. No, you're, and abso- that you're absolutely change. right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I I, to- I totally agree with that. And so you have you have your a- administration, okay? So that's probably a, a really big ticket item, all right? Because a lot of those guys make some pretty pretty decent bank, right? Then you have all your your federal Federal government jobs, all right. Your, your park rangers, your shit like that, okay. But you know, your ne- your next biggest thing, pretty much, is almost your military. You know, besides taking care of of you know parklands and stuff like that, you know, national historic sites and everything else like that. Yeah, okay. So now you have that underneath that. So you have national parks and stuff like that. But still, that's under most of that falls under uh, what do they call it? Uh, it's not Bureau of Land Management, but I think that actually falls under the, the big umbrella of it. I can't think of what it's called right now. But so you have you have all this stuff that kind of falls into place. Now, if it was me and I'd be like, hey, I can donate whatever I want for taxes, well shit, all the all my taxes is going to NASA, you know? Well now no money is going to roads. You know? From you. Well, from me. But Okay, but what's to say anybody else? I mean I think the only problem you're going to have is at a certain point. Here's the other thing. Well, maybe we ought to spend more time instead of propagandizing out all this other bullshit. Maybe we start educating these people that are deciding where the fucking tax money goes to based on their vote or their percentages. Maybe we start educating why these other things are so fucking important. Right. What I'm trying to do here, it's not a simple thing as just... Well, I just want to shut down these. Yeah, I want to shut down these programs that nobody fucking uses. Right. Or a very minimal, minimal amount of the population uses. Yeah. Now right. they have a, these few people have a problem with it. Okay. You're you're never going to have a perfect system, but there has to be something better. And it seems like there's a whole lot of government waste. So this is trying to weed out some of that waste. Right. The other thing is, you decide, Ray. You want all of your fifty, the other fifty percent of your taxes to go to NASA. The guy next door isn't going to do the same thing. Right. But what happens if he puts it in, I don't know, we'll say he puts it in uh, food stamps, okay? Right. And, and then the next guy down the road, he puts, he's like, you know what? Oh, but I, I want all my shit to go in uh, parks. I enjoy parks. The only time okay? you're going to have a problem is if everybody puts it into just one thing. I think I think people would pick the things that they like. Yeah, but the things that they use, the things that they're... They, they wouldn't pick what they use. That's the thing. I think I they use, would. I use roads all the time. This is part of educating. You know? So what I'm trying to do here is so st- let's stop dumbing these fucking people down then. Right. Let's start educating. Let's stop using our news organizations as propaganda pieces or let's use them as propaganda pieces but to maybe educate why you need roads. You drive, don't you? Right. Well, you better put money in that because otherwise you're going to have potholes. Right. So maybe now in that respect, you wouldn't put it all into NASA because you need a fucking road to get to your job right. in order to have money to put into NASA. So yeah, right. you put t- 25% to NASA, but maybe you're like, yeah, maybe 5%. Now, you pay, let's say, 
ten grand a year in taxes. And then do the math of your fifty. So five grand automatically going to what they decide. Right. And then the other five you decide. Well, you want twenty five percent of that other five grand going to NASA. Right. If you had been educated properly, then maybe you. But it still should be up to you to a certain extent. Right. I, 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 and Rhodes is already in the main main thing, so you don't right. have to worry about it. Right. I, this is all the other stuff. I, Your black budget, all this other bullshit that people say. Well, this is all government just just they just waste our money. This waste. Okay. Well, then let's decide. Right. Try it. You're gonna find things that need to be adjusted, but that's right. anything. Right. No. No. I I get where you're coming from, and I think that we should have some choice to where our tax money's going. All right. And people would be like, well, you do that choice by electing somebody. And, uh, yeah, it's fucking bullshit. No, Whatever, that, that, right? that's, that's, that's a problem. Right. right. Yeah, be, and I agree. Okay? It's like when I've been at certain jobs and stuff, I'd be like, oh, well, you can contribute to certain you know, places. You can donate you know, 1% or 10% of your income to a charity or something. You know, And it's like, well, I don't want to fucking do any of that. You know? But... You know, it, I wouldn't say like 50%, but I would say at least maybe 10, you know. You know, at least something to say, hey, I know the programs that I want are being supported. And that's the big thing, you know. So I can see something like that working. But Some w- actual choice. Right, right. Beyond the people you elect, you should Because right. st- you can elect somebody or you vote for somebody and the other one gets elected. Well, right. You still haven't. You don't really have a choice now. You're right. stuck. Okay. Yeah. Same thing with all people that don't like Trump or any other president we've ever had that didn't vote for that one. Right. You feel like well, you got the shaft for fucking four or eight years. Yeah. Okay, but you still get control of your money. You get to choose where some of it goes at the very right. least. Why not? You know. Yeah. I know. I I I agree. I to re- a certain extent. I I feel that I I feel that you're right. We should have a choice to an extent. There should okay. Be. But at the same time, I feel that people wouldn't choose things that are practical, you know. Then and, you know what that they suffer. So, so what do what do you do if you have a program? You learn from it, right? If you have a program that needs a million dollars to operate, okay, we, we we don't know what it is. It's just program A. We'll call it program A. Okay, needs a million dollars to operate, but it only gets twenty thousand. What do you do? Well, I'll tell you what you do. That program has one choice. All right, well, not one choice, but one of your choices for that program is, well, I guess the program doesn't exist because y- whoever decided this program needs to exist, well, apparently the Americans that, that are paying the taxes don't think this program needs to exist. So, right. so it just isn't going to exist anymore. Right. Or you only made 20000 You need a million. Guess you better start doing some fucking fundraising. Right. So we'll say get your fucking ass out there and start finding a way to get people to donate money to you. Now, now we're now well, now we'll take that program and we'll apply it to a cause. Okay, let's say that cause is the the program is birth control, free birth control for women. Okay, so now it only raises twenty thousand dollars. Now is that a socially Good program that that could benefit society as a whole. Sure. Okay. But apparently, the majority of the population didn't think that. So you know what? For this, 
year, that right. program suffers. You know, it is what it is. Right. Next year, when you've decided when that program can't even function because it didn't get what it needs, right? And that should then uh, matriculate or into society where people start realizing, hey, maybe we should have put more money. So then next year, maybe they will. Right. So, so what happened if that program was feeding the homeless? Feeding homeless veterans. It, ne- it only needs a I don't million. give a fuck what the program is. You can right. keep giving me all these virtue signal programs. None of them, if the people don't think there's worth it, then they're not worth it. This right. is a whole, this is, this is an attempt to try and change the way people view things. It's not all right. about the NFL and who fucking took a knee this past Sunday. Right. It's about educating yourself on what the fuck it is as a population, as a whole. We're, we should all be trying to join together as a as a whole right. to move to the next level. So right. we need to start figuring this shit out on our own and stop fighting over what color we are and all this shit. This is supposed I to agree. be a way. We're not supposed to have six people that own every fucking company in the whole goddamn world. That's right. insane. We shouldn't have our media controlled by those same six people that just because they've managed to uh, fuck people out of their money and get to the where they're at shouldn't be in charge of shit. This is to change everything. Right. I And I agree. I believe that that is definitely some change that could happen, and I understand your point, and I see it. I The numbers probably need to be worked out, all right? I, I don't think... I try to do the numbers so that in a general right. understanding of things, you can, you can kind of get... The concept, like right. I, I, I started off by saying, there's lots of kinks that would need to be worked out. Yeah, but the concept of this, if 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 you, because this is the this is the thing, if you had no control of, so you work forty hours, fifty, sixty hours a week, right? Usually, yeah. But the government takes their portion, forty percent, right. let's say, and yeah. so you have control of the other sixty percent, right? But not really because. The government's going to decide where the fuck happens to the other sixty percent too. So, so really, you're just working for for nothing. <laughs> yeah, you're cool with that though, right? Right. Well, yeah. that, that's what's going on with our taxes right now. Right. Right. You have no control where the fuck right. it goes. So, in that same respect, look at it. Well, yeah, they're taking theirs. Right. But you get to choose what you do with yours. You want to blow it on fucking right. uh, cocaine and strippers? You can. Right. But that's your Normally choice. Normally, I do. You're but, going to have people out there that are literally going to put their other percent of taxes into stupid shit. Right. Well, that's on them. Yeah. The rest of us are hopefully smart enough to put it into these other things we actually use. Now, what about these people that don't pay taxes? Well, you don't pay taxes, you're not contributing to this country, really, in that respect. So then maybe you shouldn't get a fucking choice. Right. You get a choice in how you vote for who's politicians, but right. you don't get a choice in what gets funded and what doesn't because you're not contributing financially. So now, another incentive to go get a fucking job. Right. And stop sitting in our fucking asses trying to collect whatever right. for free and have 19 goddamn kids. Right. So, so It's you're a s- giant system here to try and get everybody up. No, I no, I, I I understand that. We're never gonna get to I, Mars I, I like if we're just fucking sitting here doing nothing, expecting free shit all right. the time. And no, I I definitely I definitely agree with you on that. That we need to have society wake up and understand that, hey, we need to take control of this because nobody else is doing it. And the thing of it is, is we can't necessarily, we can't necessarily 
pick somebody and know that they're going to do the right thing because they haven't been doing the right fucking thing, and that's been pretty obvious now. And what happens? They get in there and then turn. Exactly. You just so that's why I don't. Yeah, voting's one thing, but that system's been shown to be rigged. Yeah. So good or bad. I good, mean, good or bad. And yeah. the people change too. You can vote for somebody that's good. They get in there and they turn out to be a piece of shit because they got bought out. Right. I mean, or corrupted. Yeah. It's it's a problem. Now, could that same thing happen with the money? Yes. Like I said, it's not a fucking f- a perfect system, but it's an idea where the people have control again to right. some extent. Right. No, and I understand that. Well, there, I think there's a lot of things that we could do to help with that, too. First off, we already pay for so much when it comes to congressmen and senators and stuff like that. And it's like, I hear stories like, oh, so-and-so has to sleep in their office because they can't afford an apartment in Washington, D.C. Well, you're making, what, three, four hundred fucking thousand dollars a year and you can't afford to rent an apartment in Washington, D.C.? First off, it's your fucking job to travel, all right, from your home territory, your home country, where or your home state. So, yeah, you need to realize that that's part of your job. If you have to fucking sleep in your office, that's part of it, yeah. you know? So that's part of your job, you know? When I go on the road, my company has to put me up in a hotel, all right? I'm not saying that we should put you up in a hotel, but I'm just saying, like, you got to understand that that's part of your work, you know? And... <clears throat> so, no, I don't feel that especially with, in order to run for Congress or sentiment or anything, most of the time you have to be a fucking millionaire to begin with. So, I don't think they should get a salary. I don't think the president should get a salary. Well, they shouldn't. Because these, being a senator, congressman, president, whatever, these were not positions that were created for careers. These are positions right. that were created to be voluntary to serve your country, yep. your state, your uh, local uh, county, city, whatever. These are voluntary uh, services to the country, right. not careers. So there's no reason anybody should be in politics, and I do that in air quotes, right. as a career. No, I, I, I agree. So term agree. limits need to be yeah. brought in as well. So I don't, I don't know if you, you've ever researched this, uh, but... About randomly selecting people. Well, didn't they used to do that? Yeah, there's there's countries a long that, time ago that used there's to... countries that have yeah, yeah. That, that I for, I forgot it's... the name of it now. Like it's something you know across the sea or or whatever you know. But it's a method of randomly selecting people, and, and that person serves. And that person serves. They might get a salary to cover their expenses, you know, because they're not working. They have to do their job, and I compl- I do understand that to extent an extent. Okay. But I don't understand, you know, Trump, who's supposedly a billionaire, and he gets a $440,000 a year salary to cover his expenses, but everything he gets is fucking for free anyways, you know? Doesn't he donate that, though? I thought I read something where he hasn't taken a paycheck since he's been in office. I, he I, gets paid, but he's donated it all. I, I don't know. I, I haven't read that. So, I, I know... Pretty sure. Right? So... And, and and the thing of it is, is like, you know, he's probably donating it to his own charity. He's donating it to the Hillary Gate Foundation or something. <laughs> Whatever. So, he's not keeping it. He doesn't need it. Right, right. But what, what, that was a major thing of re- early on. Right. Well, what do you need the, the salary for? Well, he, I'm going right. to donate it. I'm not going to keep yeah. any of it. 
Well, and apparently he's like, well, I have to take it because Congress or whatever says that he had to take it or whatever. I Which think he kept a dollar, actually. Yeah. I think he donated everything but a dollar. Right. But but what I'm trying to say is that all of his, his expenses are covered, you know? His food's covered. His lodging is covered. He lives in the fucking White House. He's got Air Force One. Actually, uh, so uh, this I, I, I read this. Uh, it's one of those, like... Uh, something either about the wild or about the president. Not this, but this is like all presidents. Right. I don't know when it started, but that I think it had to do with Bill Clinton when he was in office or something like that. That that you like so they're there. He works there. Whatever he lives there. Right. Uh, when he orders bowl ice cream, it gets put on like a tab. So at a certain point, it he has to pay from his. So when he gets like that salary that he gets, the four hundred whatever thousand a year to be president, that comes out of that. So every time he orders food, it's not free. It's not taxpayer dollars. Taxpayers will pay when they go visit other countries and shit like that. But at the at the White House, that simple shit, food and all that, all I'm not talking about when they do a steak dinner. Right. How about right. he wants a fucking uh, steak at four in the morning? Well, right. Guess what? You're paying for that. That comes up. I, I swear I saw right. this. I, I, I would read this. I, I, like I, I would have to look in that and find out. Because like, that seems like pretty... Now, I can understand... Why like, would... What, okay. Why would that be an issue? That he had to pay for that? Well, he should. Well, first off... Why got, should we pay for his food? No, no. I, be it Bill Clinton, George W., or Donald Trump. Right. No, no. And I... I, I the same, They yeah. should have to pay... We ought to pay for fucking food, don't right, we? Right, right. Well, I, I think... Part of it is if, if he's in the White House, he's acting as president. That's his job, and it's yeah. a twenty-four. He needs to eat too, right? And he needs to. But eat. why should we so, pay for it? But it's a twenty-four hour a day job. Yeah. Okay. Now my company, when I work, arguing that we couldn't pick up the tab on that right. as taxpayers, right? But I'm telling you, I, I sort of got it. So either, so either I, what I read was so, bullshit, right? But I literally, I think it was talking about Bill Clinton and how. He now, had to pay for every meal that now, he I know, like, ordered. I know, like when he used to go running and stop by McDonald's, he doesn't carry cash. He doesn't carry a card. Well, they're going to give so. it to him anyway. Right. Well, no. I mean, if he he, he McDonald's he would, you know, he pay. But how many? Yeah. He, okay. If I'm president and I show up somewhere, do you really think that fucking restaurant's going to? No, they're going to. Maybe not Trump because everybody right. hates him. <laughs> but okay, Clinton was beloved. Right. Before the blowjob situation. And after that, it was even more... During in, the blowjob, he was In a, blo- in a <laughs> he was cult beloved. way, he was beloved, okay? Right. Uh, he could go anywhere. And, and, well, look at a celebrity. Simple, a celebrity can walk into a restaurant. They just want you to be in that restaurant and and be have a picture taken there because then people, general public, will go. go there yes, and they'll make that money back, whatever they gave so, you for free. Right. This is why celebrities get so much free shit because right. they want you to wear that product, yes. to be seen I, with it. I understand. Same thing with the president. It, well, the thing of it is, is like, from my understanding, in an article that I read was that he had a guy that would follow him with the card, all right? It was probably a government spending account, so when he was out running and he wanted a Big Mac, they swiped the card, all right? Kept the receipt, turned it in, did the whole nine yards. Yeah. More likely, that's something that would probably be more similar to what happens. And supposedly, Trump only eats fish fillet sandwiches from McDonald's or some shit like that. So pretty sure every single time they run to McDonald's, they swipe a government credit card, and it gets expensed somehow. Yes, I can totally understand that. If he wants a bowl of ice cream at, at 4 o'clock in the morning, Baskin-Robbins is down the street, somebody's going to have to go down there and get it. 
swipe the card. It's a government card. Now, whether he pays that out of a salary or not, I don't know. I would have to look into that. But, you know, I can understand to an extent. But, uh, like I was going to say, it's a 24-hour hour a day job, okay? I can understand picking up the tab for food. My company, if I if, if I... If I'm working and I have a customer there, they pay for my lunch. If I have to stay late, they pay for my dinner. You know? So they, they, they pay that for me. They, they buy donuts and bagels and everything, all this, all this stuff. So I, uh, there's times I get three free meals a day working at where I work, you know? So they don't take it out of my paycheck, you know? But, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I read an article similar to one of those there that you have listed, but, you know. So what does the president have to pay for? But Where's that at? All right here. Yeah. But anyways, so, you know, the, the I, I agree with the whole tax thing that we need more choice about what programs that we can elect. Now, it, I, I really feel my problem is, is that, we there there would be programs that would be beneficial that we don't see right off the bat that's more beneficial to, to society. Okay, we'll say for instance, SNAP or food stamps or whatever. Okay, I know there's a lot of fucking corruption with that. Okay, I can go down to any bodega or corner store, not to say it's a racist issue, and say, hey, I have two hundred dollars in SNAP. Give me a hundred dollars cash. And they charge $200 to the card and give me $100 cash. They just made $200 for a $100 deal. Mm-hmm. You know? So they they come out ahead, 100 bucks in a way. You know? And they didn't do anything. You know? And, and, and I've seen it happen. I've literally seen it happen. You know? And, and so I know there's corruption there. All right? Well, we need better ways to... To do that, and one of the things that they had talked about is instead of using a card, they literally get meal kits that's supposed to provide them meals for you know an entire week at a time or whatever. Which that makes total sense to me. Like, hey, you know, it, it's one of those things that's like you don't have the choice to go eat lobster. Okay, I think that's a and that's a big thing. I think a lot of people get pissed when they see these. These people that are using Snap or whatever in Walmart eating better than somebody that works fifty hours a week and right. can't afford to eat a fucking steak right. because they're just trying to get by. Yet these people that aren't doing any kind of work are literally eating better off of taxpayer dollars. I think that just infuriates a lot of people, and they don't. And and that's where I think a lot of the bitching comes from right. with that. When I was in the military, because it is irritating, when, man. When I was in the military, okay, and my my wife got pregnant, okay, I qualified for food stamps. I qualified for WIC, women, infant, children, and I told my I told my uh, my wife at the time. I was like, "Look, we can do WIC. It's milk, it's cheese, I think eggs or something. It's it's like little stuff, cereal, yeah. okay." It's not a whole lot of stuff. I was like, I will not do food stamps. To me, it was a pride thing, you know? I was like, I won't do it. I'm in the military, and I qualify for that. So the problem is, is we have too many low-paying jobs in the United States because we have went to 
a customer service workforce. All right. You know, I work as an engineer. I know there's other jobs out there. I don't. Well, in a way, my job is customer service. I have customers come into me that want to do testing. They witness it. They watch me do it. I have FAA guys in there. I have, you know, direct representatives from the companies, the big airline companies that everybody freaking knows. They're all in there, and they do, you know, they watch me. They're my customer. I got to make sure they're happy. I got to be down there slobbing the knob. You know, that's part of my job. And the thing of it is, it's customer service. And, but I make good money doing it. All right. You go down the street, you know, somebody working at a hotel, they make minimum wage. You know? Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the, the salaries in the, now, before you go back 20, 30, 40 years, that guy working at a hotel as a night auditor, he might have made pretty decent money because the the CEO and the corporates and the executives weren't raping the little guy, you know? I think there should be limits when it comes to how much a CEO can make, you know? So how can how can a CEO from a bank make $400 million plus get a golden parachute when he leaves because he's freaking you know, in charge of all these embezzling and shit like that and all these fraudulent activities, and then turn around, his his teller at his bank is making 10 bucks an hour. She does $10 million, you know, of transactions a day, and she makes 10 bucks an hour, but this guy makes $400 million? What the fuck? You know, she's got two kids trying to support him. And then they'll shit on that person when that person says... Fuck this, I'm taking a few bucks out of the bill. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like security guards. I, I tried to get a job as a security guard. They paid minimum wage. I, I think the yeah. most the most I've seen, they made... It's kind of weird that your security, yeah. you're literally, your person stopping bad shit to happen, right. gets paid minimum wage. Right. And you know, the thing of it is, if somebody would have robbed that armored truck, I would have been like, you know what, here's take my it. gun, take the fucking money, because minimum wage isn't worth fucking being shot at. Yeah. You know? So, it's not. Let me help you load it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'll help you load it. Yeah. I don't even want to cut. <laughs> I just don't want to die today. Right. You know? You're just trying to get home to your fucking family. Right. So, the big thing, the, like seriously, the big huge thing is, what can we do as a nation to improve our standard of living? To to raise up our base, like you say, raise up our base, and I think one of the things that we could do is first off holding CEOs and, and managers and, and and company executives responsible not only for their company but for their employees. Walmart, billion billion dollar company, the Waltons are fucking the richest five six seven people in the fucking world, you know. And, and it, it's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. They make money hand over fist, all right? And they their employees make shit. Literally shit. Even if you've been there for 20 years. Yeah. You're still barely making... Uh, I, I know. Okay. Because Dave's wife has been there almost 20 years. Right. And, I mean, I wouldn't say she's making peanuts, but... Right. I don't think she's also making, I don't think she's anywhere near me or you. Right, right. You know, and and, and, and not that I'm even close to you. Right. 
you know, the, so, the, you're probably closer than what you think, but with your overtime and stuff, you know. But the 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 thing of it is, it's like with 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 a cashier at, at Walmart making minimum wage. But the thing of it is, is they only give her thirty hours a week because they don't want to cover health care. They don't want to cover all this well, other that's shit. That's a whole nother beast. Healthcare. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, like, they don't want to cover the things that are, are basic human functions. All right. Give that person a decent. You know, they're like, oh, well, it cuts into our profits. Yeah, no fucking shit. It does. You know. Hmm. And I understand that you have a a a, a responsibility to your ta- to to your uh, uh, stockholders. Okay. But I'm a stockholder for a lot of fucking companies. All right. You know. And I'll tell you what, if the company came to me and said, hey, we're going to pay our employees more, our profits are going to drop a little, but our standard of living for human nature, especially with Walmart being as big as they are, is going to go up, all right? A, they're making more money, they're putting more money back into society, they're paying more in taxes because now they're spending more money, so now you have sales tax and everything else that they're doing, you are generating a lot of income through the United States just by raising the the, the 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 right thing. So what you do is you're like, you know what? You're the fucking CEO of this company, but you can only make you can only make ten times what your top employee makes. It's like a or, salary or the cap in a sport like a major league sport. Right. They have those for a reason. Yeah. So maybe it should be like that in business. Right. Right. You know, hey, you can only make I think in Japan or something they can only make like twenty times what what the average employee makes. All right? Well, if your average employee is only making $10 an hour and you can only make 20 times that, you know, well, that's what, $200 an hour? So you figure times 2000 you're looking at what, 400000 a year, roughly, right? So, yeah, that's it. That's all you can make, you know? Is that right? $2,000? Well, I'll get the calculator. Let's do this. So 200 times 2054, I think, is the times. 2054 <clears throat> 410,800. Yep, that's what you can make as In a, a CEO. Year. Yeah. If if the minimum the li- lowest paid person on your payroll is $10 an hour. $10 an hour. So if you want to make more than 410, your lowest paid needs to be paid more than 10. Exactly. So if you raised up now if you do $20 an hour, you just doubled it. So now you make 820. Yeah. So, and I'll tell you what. You go around to Walmart and you pay all these fucking, and, and think about it. We can we can sit down and figure it out what the CEO of Walmart makes and how much it would take to raise all his employees up to make fifteen dollars an hour or twenty dollars an hour. And I guarantee that it could probably be done, especially if you start breaking down the executives. All right, mm-hmm. because if your CEO is making four ten, your CFO is not going to make four ten. He no. might make four ten. He might make three sixty, but then. You know, your other, your your security officer might only be making so much. And, and people may be like, oh, well, it'll stifle creation and productivity. No, it stifles fucking greed. That's what it does. It stifles fucking greed, you know? I know what my cap is, you know? This is all I can make, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and the thing of it is... It gives incentive to bring everybody up with you. Yes. You know? If you had a small company like what I work for, and, and let's say they did... Ten million dollars in sales. All right, or or or, or they made ten million dollars, and let's say, you know, the average employee there makes a hundred thousand. Okay, well, you know, they're making what ten, a hundred percent, whatever, you know, difference. You know, 
But if the if the owner, you know, only can make twenty twenty percent of what I make, well, that means he can only make what two million. You know, well, there's still eight million there. Yeah. You know that we could play with, and yeah, he's got expenses and stuff. But I guarantee you could take some of that money, redistribute it to your people, and now you could raise everybody up. You know, and you're going to make employees happy. That's the other thing. Companies don't give a shit about their employees anymore, especially large companies. You're a fucking number. They don't know. You know, it's bullshit Mm -hmm. because I can go out and get in a car accident, but if I'm late to work, you're going to fucking fire my ass. Oh, no, you had a doctor's note. But I didn't get that doctor's note turned in in time because I was laying in the hospital for 10 days. And then when I got out, I was on bed rest, you know. But, you know, now you're going to fire me. Oh, but you can collect unemployment. We're not going to challenge it. Yeah, that's government fucking money that I already put into it, so I'm getting my money back. Your money. Yeah, Yeah. thanks, you know. Thanks for letting me have my money back. Right, and and, and so it's like, it's stupid because, you know, all it takes is a little bit of being personable and, and, and really understanding that this is another human being I'm talking about. It's not a fucking number. It's not this. It's not that. And I've worked with shitty people, and I've worked with good people, you know? And, yeah, sometimes you got to fucking fire somebody. That's the way it is, you know? But, it, seriously, you're right. We need to rethink what we do in the United States. And I think that would be the start. Yeah, Ryan and Ray, 2020. That's right. So, R&R. Yeah, R&R. Just like the brandy. That, that's going to be our drink, R&R. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of fucking alcoholics. Yeah. Yeah, I can just hear the smear campaign now. Right. All they do is drink. Yeah, you're right. That's, have you ever ran for presidency? It sucks. <laughs> so they're literally digging graves. I think they're fucking faggots, too. I think they fuck each other. You hear them podcasts where they talk about slob and knobs. And other. I can just hear. Could you imagine the smear campaign? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've said enough on here to be buried as a politician, I'm sure. So. Oh, yeah. There's no way I could ever be one. No. But we could still run for the hell of it. Yeah, yeah. So, But, no, the the big thing is... We need to reduce greed in the United States, all right? Yes. That's the biggest thing. And how do we do that? First off, we make people pay their fucking taxes, you know? And people we need to start taking pride in the fucking country that they're in. And right. Whether you were born here or came here, right? illegally or legally, start taking, you came here for a reason, so start taking right. pride in why you're here. Right. And be part of it. You know, the the thing you of know? it is, is like, you know, they talk about all the immigrants in the United States and blah, blah, blah. First off, those fuckers are paying taxes. The, you know, yeah, some of them get paid under the table, but once they get Social Security cards and they pay taxes, they're paying into Social Security, they're paying into Medicare, they're paying into Medicaid, they're paying into FICA, they're paying into fucking taxes, and they're not getting anything back. And they'll be like, oh, no, they can collect food stamps. No, they fucking can't. Because you got to do all that paperwork and you got to have a trail, and if you can't prove that you're a fucking United States citizen, you don't get funding like that. You know, you just don't. All right, and I, there's a million people that will back me up on that that say, no, you have to do the paperwork, and if we see something fishy, you get fucking canned. You you don't get it. You know, that's why those people work under the table sometimes. But when they get jobs and they get the fake social security cards, they're covering our ass in a way. Because now they're paying into Social Security, but they're not getting anything out. Because they're illegal, and they're not going to be able to get anything out. All right? So they're paying into taxes, and they're not getting anything out. You know? So, yeah, fucking let them come over. 
Let them pay all the fucking taxes they want. They're paying their way. They just don't realize it, you know? So it's kind of dumb on their part, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. It, it almost that should if that was. And why the fuck would you ever explain that to them? Well, because I agreed. Right. You right. Know what I mean, exactly. Uh, so. Because this asshole over here said, "Well, I can get it. I can get them to work for cheap under the table." Right. My uh, grandfather got kicked out know, of this country three times to become a United States citizen. He wanted his kids born here. He was kicked out three times. All right. He came here. He finally got his citizenship. He married my, my, my grandmother at the time. He went through school. He fucking raised six kids on his own because my grandmother skipped out. Became a professor at freaking uh, a university. Got his bachelor's degree in engineering. Like, the guy was fucking smart, you know? And, and I'll tell you what. He knew in order to have an opportunity that, that this was the place to be. And there's a lot of people that did that. You know, it, it's funny when people think when when you can go pretty much anywhere in the world and ask people where do you want to go for an opportunity. Most of them are just going to say America. You know, that's fucking awesome. That's awesome. We should use that and say, hey, yeah, if you want to come here, that's cool. Yeah, we would like we would appreciate if you do it legally. That's the big thing. And, and we then make that process a little fucking easier. A, a little easier, yeah. You know? All right. Like we shouldn't have. It shouldn't be, uh, goddamn uh, American Ninja Warrior, Warrior Gladiators to get into this fucking country as right a legal citizen. I mean, let's fucking. I'm not saying streamline it, where you know what I mean, but we need to go through certain checks and balances. Mm-hmm. But it should be easier than it is, right? To maybe. Get them people that say, well, fuck that, I'm not going through all that, to say, yeah, it's not so bad now, maybe I'll right. do that. You know, you but know? at the same time, we need other countries to step up and say, you know what, we're a land of opportunity too. Yeah. You could come here, and we can give you the same opportunity that you can get in the United States. You need citizenship? That's cool, we can cover that. You need this? Yeah, we can cover that. So other countries need to really showcase that, hey, we're, we're as good as the United States. We are a land of opportunity, you know? Why hasn't any other country really, really done that? You know what I mean? Like, said, hey, we're going to be a free country like them over there. We're, you know what I mean? I, I, I think... I, I think, mean, there's some, probably smaller ones, but it's right. not like... I, I think one of the big things is, is we have land. We have a shit ton of livable, usable, workable land. A lot of other countries don't. And a lot of other countries don't. You know? Hmm. You you look at China. It's a huge fucking country. But where is everybody populated? Along the coast. Yeah. You know? Why? Well, first off, the inside's part of a fucking desert. You know? Secondly, you have mountains there, too. Well, that's unusable land for the most part. You know? And they say, and I don't know how true this actually is, but they say, like, if you took every hum- human in the fucking world... They would all fit in the state of Texas if it, you just put them all there. They yeah, it's something like whether that. Whether they'd yeah. be like living in high rise apartments or whatever, but you could fit them all in the state of Texas. Yeah, if that's an actual thing, that's insane because right. there's just tons of fucking world out there. Yeah, on this planet, so it is weird. Why I get it. You can't live in the middle of a fucking desert, right? But it is weird where everybody clusters at. Yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah. In, 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 you know, we, we have... And you have power-hungry people. You have dictators. You have, I mean, 
There's other reasons other than just land. Right. Land well, is a no, major no, part, no, but there's no. fucking, it's, it's power and greed is well, what it boils down to. The, Give the power back to the people and you take away the greed. The, I, it, it, the, the reason they come here isn't for the land. The reason they come here is for the opportunity because it's like, you know what? I, I heard so and so went to the United States with five dollars in their pocket and now they're a millionaire. You know, I know so and so they went to the United States and they got off the boat and they had a buck. They, they turned around and they owned their own company, or they did this, or they did that. They hear all these tales of of, of doing great in the United in the United States. You don't hear those tales of saying, "Oh, uh, so and so went to Mexico with a dollar in their pocket and now they're you know a millionaire." Dead. <laughs> well, yeah, dead. But <laughs> that's the truth. You know, yeah, you know, and it's like, and, and, and so we are a land of opportunity, and that's awesome. You know, but we need to to really we, we've already showcased the world that we could be and do anything that we want. All right? right. Now we need to show the world that first off we can be humane. Secondly, that we can control the stuff that we need to control, and we we can provide for society. You know, our society, and and, and be human beings, and and be Americans, and be good to each other. Because that's the thing. It's like. We're no longer good to each other, and that's part of the problem. And, and you have all this, and, and a lot of it does stem from greed. Everybody in this country, at one point in time, thinks they can be a millionaire. All right, everybody in this country thinks at one point in time that they could be Michael Jordan, that they can make a million dollars playing baseball or basketball or whatever. Blah blah blah. We need to kill the pipe dream in a way and say, no, look, you're not going to be Michael Jordan. You're fucking four foot six. You're not going to be playing fucking basketball. Bugsy bugs, bro. You know? <laughs> so, you know, your your chance of that happening is fucking... No. Well, that's a part of that whole propaganda, making everybody think, because uh, Kim Kardashian got famous because her dad was a lawyer that defended a guy who got off on murder charges, allegedly, and then made a sex tape with a half-assed rapper, and now she is fucking millionaire. You... If you glorify that to teens who are watching that, what the fuck do you expect them to think? They think, now, well, I can go do the same thing. I can show my tits on fucking uh, YouTube by twerking or on Instagram or whatever, uh, Snapchat, and get a following. And next thing you know, I can have my own YouTube channel just shaking my ass and make a shit ton of money doing it because you can. Right. And I, I we need to be... stop glorifying this nonsense because now everybody thinks that's what they can be. Or they can, and maybe we should stop telling our five year olds that they can go to the fucking moon. Right. Because we still need people to clean toilets. Right. We still need, I'm not saying we need to hold people down. Right. You can be anything you want, let but them... certain people can't well, yeah. be anything that they want. Let them live their dream. And I'm perfectly okay with telling a kid they could be anything they want because that at that point in time that is 100 percent true yeah. when they're still a kid because we don't but, know where they're you know what I mean. But at some point in time we have to have them face reality. You know, I hate the Kardashians completely. I think they're a waste of fucking breath. All right, and I don't even like to talk about them because that's how bad I hate them. But I, I would be more impressed with with. What whoever the lead Kardashian is, I don't even fucking know. All right, I'd be more impressed that if I heard that she went to some Sanford Brown Business College 
got her degree in business and was selling lipstick and fucking perfume out of the trunk of her car for three years before she finally fucking caught a break and like put a put something on QVC to where she finally had like you know a little bit of a following and had built it up from then. When your dad gives you fucking millions to be able to start your business and do all this other shit, it, it yeah sure somebody can fucking give me millions too and I can fucking go do that as well. You know, granted anybody could right. Yeah. You know, especially because you can you're you get to the point where you can hire the right people that will make you successful, and that's the difference. It's like if when I own a business, the first thing I'm going to do is hire people that I know is going to make me successful because that's going to make me a work less, and secondly, I'm not going to have to worry about money because these people have just as much drive as I do. It's almost like the whole Wolf of Wall Street thing, you know. Hey, this waitress, she busts her ass. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to give her a job, and I'm going to make her, I'm going to pay her pretty good, and she's going to bust her ass for me. And, you know, she might be there 20 fucking years, but I know she's dedicated because I got her out of that shithole job. And now, you know, she's making $2 million a year. She'll, she'll jump through fucking hoops all day long if I tell her to, you know, because it, it's, it's loyalty. And on top of that, she's making money. And I'm making a fucking killing off her. She's making two million. I'm making two hundred. You know, and that's the type of people I want to work at my company. You know, because those are people that are going to raise you up and make you successful. Yeah. If you have enough money, you could buy that. You know, <laughs> if I had enough money, I'd fucking just go. I would just go hand it all to Warren Buffett and say, "Give it back to me when I have a billion." You know, yeah. like here's a million. Give it back to me when I have a billion, because I know he'll do it. You know? So, of course, he probably won't take it. Be like, well, I'll just invest in Berkshire Hathaway or whatever. It'll be like, no, I, I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I want you to make this. Right. You know? And then so, take your fucking percent. Take your take your 10% and then we'll call it a fucking day. You know? And he could do it. I know he would. You know? Because he's successful and that's what he does. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, we as society in the United States, we need to... We need to learn how to love each other, and we need to learn that we need to cut this fucking greed. That's what we really need to do, because it's not going to get us anywhere at all. Well, it hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotten certain people somewhere, and everybody else somewhere right. else. You know, the thing of it is, is like we, we look at somebody that that's idolized in the business world, like J.D. Rockefeller. He shouldn't be idolized in the fucking business world. Because he was a great businessman, yeah. And there's J.D. Rockefeller School of Business and everything else. And he does all this philanthropy and everything else. Like, yeah, the reason why he does all that philanthropy is because he was a fucking shit boss, you know? So that's that's why, you know? So, and, and all these big guys that, that, you know, were big CEOs and stuff like that, most of them are... <laughs> I, the the one thing I think is funny is you take people who are CEOs of companies and you you have them take the test to find out if they're psychopaths and they pass. They're all fucking psychopaths. Yeah. That should tell you something right there. All right. Yeah. Because the big thing is I don't care about who I fuck to get ahead. You know, and, and I don't care what guy I step on, who I got to fucking snake. Who I gotta outmaneuver? Who I gotta fucking kill? Who I gotta do whatever to get to that next that's step? That's how it is. It is, and that shit has to change. It has it, to stop. It, there's no problem with being successful. The problem it's is how you're becoming. It's how you become successful, and it, it's 
it's not only just how you become successful, but what you do with your success. And if you're not giving back to the American people in a successful way, well, I make $400 million a year, and I probably spend you know, $100 million on expenses every year. Yeah, but that other $300 million you're putting in an offshore account and that's being invested in companies that, you know, is a shit ton of money to begin with, you know, that I will never see, that taxpayers will never see and everything else like that, that's the problem. Because you're keeping $300 million for yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, I need that money. What the fuck for? <laughs> yeah. You know? You couldn't spend that amount in the remaining days that you're alive. So, yeah, exactly. One, you one, couldn't. One of the things that uh, me, me and Tony talk about, which Tony is the guy that I talked about earlier that's we'll, we'll talk about it another time. But I told him, I was like, my biggest problem with churches, okay, especially like Joel Olstein and The Prince and all these other big-time uh, Billy Graham, like all, all these preachers. To me, at the end of the week, those church coffers should be fucking empty. All right? The, the, the Vatican should not have a hundred billion, four hundred billion dollars. You know, the Mormon church should not have four hundred billion dollars or whatever. The, um, Scientology, even though I don't classify it as religion, shouldn't have all the fucking money it does. And I'll tell you why. Because if they were doing good, and to me, if they were doing God's work, because I've read the Bible, I, I was a follower for a long time. If they read the Bible, they would realize that those coffers should be empty every fucking time. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, cover your church expenses. Totally understand that. You know? But you take that money that's left over, you feed the homeless. You shelter the homeless. You do the things good in society. Because... Churches have become a business, too. Yes. But yet they're... They're they don't they're not taxed as though they're a business, right? And that irritates the shit out of me. Me too. So and the other thing is, it's like, well, it's the separation of church and state. Churches have become political. Yeah. A pastor can go into his church and say, "I want everybody to vote for Obama," and they will, because the pastor said so. He's like, "God told me. God told me. Yeah, this. He came down and told me, Ryan, that Obama's going to be our next president, and I'll tell you right now." I believe him, and I need you, you, to go out there and vote for Obama because we need him as our next president. He is the leader of the chosen people, yeah. you know? So, And I'll tell you what, it works. And so the minute they introduce politics into churches, they get taxed. They should. Right. Well, they should. Well, now, I could go one step further and just say, <laughs> you should just be taxed. Right. Because... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you can get a credit for helping the homeless and donating right. your time and money and all that. You can get a credit just like anybody else. Right. Well, so see, you want tax write-offs? To all that shit, and you'll get your tax write-offs. That's the thing. That's the thing. If their coffers were empty at the end of every week, all right, hey, we had $4,000 in church expenses this week. You know, for this Sunday, we had to pay the water, pay this. Yeah, we got to repave the parking lot, whatever, you know, but... The, the rest of these $6,000 or whatever, we're going to take that and w we have a soup kitchen set up that we're going to feed everybody that we possibly can. We're buying some new blankets. We're doing this. We're doing that. The end of the week comes. They have no money left over. What's there to tax? Exactly. You know? So do things the right way. You know? Yeah. 
So, you know, for some reason, I don't know why, it seems like it's so fucking easy for me to, to talk about this stuff. And I know how I would do things. But I'll tell you what, I don't understand why it's so hard for other people. Are, are they not as charitable as I am? You know? I, I make good money, and I would probably say 25% of, of what I bring home probably goes to supporting people that need money. You know? It's one of the things I kind of got in trouble for. <laughs> so, you know? I mean, I'm not putting strippers through college anymore, but, you know, or, or, or raising stripper kids, but... You know, I, I'm saying like, hey, a friend calls, hey, I, you know, I'm having a bad time. Can I borrow fifty bucks? Yeah, sure. You know, do I plan on seeing that? No. You know. Right. So, but do, do I get tax write-offs for that? Should I be writing down every single time I give somebody money? I mean, you could damn well buy a church would, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, so, because the thing of it is, is like. You know, if, but if the you, tax code wouldn't allow you to do that, right? You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So a donation to another human being, child support. I I told you I pay fucking a shit ton in child support. You know, I get taxed for that. My ex-wife does not. Yeah. How is that? How how is that possible? It's income for her. It's income it for was her. Was income for you, and that's it, why you're getting taxed. But exactly. why is she getting taxed on that income? Exactly, and and at the same time, you could bring in somebody who's receiving child support and hear their argument on why they shouldn't be taxed. Right. I mean, I get it. There's a two sides to every story, and and lots of what we talked about so far with the taxes and all this shit, you're you're always going to find somebody who's going to have the other side. Right. But I don't I don't understand how how people just can't see the bigger picture here of why can't we all just it doesn't why does why does color uh ethnicity religion any of that shit matter it don't why can't we all just say hey here's the bigger goal regardless of what the fuck you are or what you believe in uh you know whatever god you pray to or whatever the fuck you do right let's get to a point but i guess the point that we're understanding is the point to get to somebody else doesn't see it that way and i maybe that's the problem maybe there's too many opinions here right. but i don't understand how anybody can't understand love i can understand why people would not want to go against the greed right but if you started changing minds in how you raise them and stop pushing certain things that present to the greed as something that you should actually consider as an option. Like, it should be taught as that's not an option. Right. That is not an option. Uh, n- not being a part of this is not an option. Right. You know what I mean? You, you have to start... Let's stop dumbing these kids down and start teaching them... Oh, let's just... Fuck it. I mean, let's just teach them... To be not to be a piece of shit, yeah, or or whatever. I mean, not saying that. I mean, yeah, shit happens, but and and things change everybody. But I don't know. It, it's it's hard, and everything's muddied. And and can it ever be fixed? I don't know, man. 
I see, I think I really do think it can be fixed. Whether it's fixed in our lifetime or not, I don't no, know. Well, it won't happen in our right. lifetime. But the no the, the 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 big thing is like you know, you were talking about kids and stuff. Yeah, and start the movement. They they don't even teach the kids basic finance anymore. All right? Like I, I was trying to talk to my daughter about stuff because you know, she's filling out college applications and everything. She has no fucking clue on any of this stuff. And I was like, Do you know how to balance a checkbook? No, I never learned. You know? Whoa, you've never fucking learned to balance your checkbook? They don't teach it because right. they don't expect to even have one now. You know? It's a card. Right, right. It's a card. But at the same time, like, you know, I'm approaching 40, and, like, I really didn't know for, you know, I, I would say I probably started getting serious about, like, my credit score and everything like that, like, maybe, like, four years ago, you know? Other than that, I didn't give a fuck. It's like, oh, can I afford that car? Well, can I get a loan on it? No? Okay, well, I guess I just don't buy a new car, you know? Yeah. So, and, and, and so to me, you know, we need to teach kids how to be fiscally responsible, which I think is would be great, but we need to teach them about little stuff. There's so many times where, you know, people are raked over the coals because they don't understand this, what's going on, you know? If, if you went and bought a car... What do you think a good interest rate would be? You know? Right. So if somebody goes, well, I, I got a car at, at 14% interest, I'd be like, why? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's fucking insane. Yeah. You know? At the end of this, <coughs> you're going to be paying way more for that vehicle than it ever was worth. Right. You know? So we need we need to be, we need to fiscally educate our, our children. And I, I think that's a start because then they'll start looking about where their money is going. You know, but you know, I believe in the whole thing that. Well, you know what's stopping that is the lobbies, because you're going to have finance companies lobbying saying, "Well, don't teach them that, because then we can't make the kind of money that we're making." Right. Once again, we're back to greed. Yeah, exactly. So, greed. You you get rid of greed, which means then you get rid of lobbies, and I think you and I have had this argument before on lobbies. I'm totally against them because they're they don't lobby. Even good lobbies are kind of lobbying for the wrong thing. So just get rid of them. Because it all leads back to greed. Whether it's good or bad, it's all fucking greed. Even if you did not get rid of lobbies, but you put stricter regulations on what they can do, how much they can give, and stuff like that, and you make these congressmen, senators, representatives, presidents... Lawyers are not lawyers. Well, judges. You can stop a lot everything. of like making term limits, right? Because you stop these career politicians that can, you know, make all these deals. And if they finally do decide to retire, then just go right into fucking lobbying, right? There shouldn't you. You're not for one. You shouldn't be getting paid to do what you're doing, which we've already covered. And two, if you can only do it for so long, right? You know, yeah, it no, changes I, some shit. It does. You know? it, it does change some shit. But one of the things I was going to say is we need. Clear, very clear where this money's coming from. All right? If if Pfizer gives this guy $50,000, I want to know that this guy got $50,000 from Pfizer. So the next time a medical bill comes up for uh, health care, universal health care or whatever, and this guy votes no, I want to know that, hey, he probably voted no because that $50,000. You know, we don't have a clear conscience or or consistency of where the money is coming from for these guys. You know, how much money is doing this and how much money is doing that and everything like that. And 
I think about what's going on in Washington right now with all these people getting basically caught with their hand in the cookie jar of taking millions here and millions there and getting deals and everything like that. I I think if they really, really wanted to follow the money, I would think half our politicians would be fucking gone, you know? Oh, yeah. You know? And, and all the these thi- empty prisons we got, they'd all be filling them up. Right? And, and well, that's another thing, you know? In soci- we have the most jailed society in the fucking world, all right? Which is insane to me because that means that we're the most horrible country in the world. That's the only thing it can mean, right? No. No, it's because we have a nonstop bullshit laws. Right? We have a lot of bullshit laws. We do. And I would honestly, I don't know the exact numbers, but I would say a majority of these people that are in the prison or in jails, yeah, there's a lot of bad fucking people, but how many are in there for bullshit marijuana law? Right, right. And, and you know, the whole... Well, pretty, much, uh, pretty much other than, if you're, if you got caught with crack... Okay, and you're in jail for seven years because it was a third strike or whatever. You shouldn't be fucking sitting in jail. And so, like some of these guys for like even pot, they're getting 20, 30, 40 year sentences because they got the whole three strike thing and everything else like that. You know, it's total bullshit. It really is. It is the, we don't reform in prison anymore. And we haven't for a really fucking long time. And shit, I, I would be totally cool if you take half the people that are, that are doing prison sentence and say, "Hey, I'll tell you what, yeah, you you did ten years, you're, you're going to have to do ten years in prison, or to tell you what, you could do four years or five years in the military, and if you can finish that, and, you know, and we're not we're not going to treat you any different than any other soldier. We're not going to like make you a death squad or something, or make you go stand in front of people of human shields. No, we're going to treat you as a soldier. And if you could do that." For four or five years, we're going to go ahead and wipe your slate clean, okay? Because now that guy's getting—he's getting an education, probably. He's getting a job. He—he's going to be able to come out of the military. He's going to learn discipline. He's going to learn a lot of stuff. Even if it wasn't that, it'd be like, hey, you know what? We have a hole in our society of air conditioner repairmen. So we—we need—we need ten thousand people to become air conditioner repairmen. So we—we have—we have people that are qualified to fill these holes. Okay, okay, cool, great. We train 10,000 people. We put them through the training and everything like that and make American conditional repairmen. If you can keep your nose clean and everything like that, we're going to go ahead and wipe your record, you know? It might take two, three, four years to go through school to, to do what he needs to do. But if he keeps his nose incentive. clean... Incentive. Incentive. We don't give prisoners incentive other than get out. And then come back. Right. A lot of them want to come back because it, they find it to be easier in jail than out. Three hots in a cot, man. You yeah. know? So. You have to give them incentive to not want to be there, right. too. Right. You know, in, in, in our, our prison. Because you know how hard it is to find a fucking job r- with a you know, whatever? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really hard. Right. And, and that's the thing. We, we, we as, as a society, we hold these people like, oh, we can't hire this guy because he's got a felony. Well, that guy, this guy's actually legit. He spent the last 15 years in prison, yeah, because he fucked up when he was a kid and he got charged with manslaughter or something. All right? He made a mistake. He served his time. We should not be holding that against him anymore. Right. All right? And, and we hold it against him. Well, he, when he was in, in prison, he might have got a master's degree. He might have even got his law degree in prison because that does happen, you know? 
this guy gets a law degree in prison. He can't even practice law though, because he can't. He he could pass the right. bar because he got a felony. But he has a felony. Yeah. You know. So and it's like, well, there's other jobs he could do. No, what he really needs to do is do what his profession is, and that's law. Let the guy fucking practice law. You know, the sad part is he's probably a better lawyer than half the fuckers out there anyways. Yeah. And in that respect, nobody has to hire him. But if he's good, he's going to. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's my choice to hire that guy as my lawyer. Yeah. Nobody's forcing you or me or whoever else to hire him. I wouldn't even know he has a felony because it would be gone off his record because he's served his time. You know? Why do do we got to keep track of that stuff? Afterwards, I mean, I mean, I can understand it for like some things, like oh, this guy murdered somebody. He got out twenty years later, and then he murdered somebody else, and then we go back. Oh, well, he killed this person. Well, you know what? You've killed two people now. We're probably just gonna not let you back out on the streets. You know, I understand that, but why do I got to put it on my job application? You know, why does it have to be held against you? Exactly. After you've served your time. It doesn't necessarily have to leave your your overall record. We <coughs> type in your social security number, but it shouldn't be used in hiring. It doesn't need to be on an application. Right. I mean, I don't know. I, I can understand You can it. always find these people that are going to argue because they have a business. Well, I don't want to have to hire this person to f- and put money into training them and all this, and now they're a piece of shit, and, and they robbed from me, and now, you know, but you have insurance for that. Right. And you know he robs from me. Okay, great. We call the cops. You have them do their fucking job. You, you collect your insurance yeah, money, he whatever. Goes back to jail. Yeah, he goes back to jail. Yeah, you know. I mean, so maybe maybe he'll learn his lesson. Maybe he won't. But we still should not hold it against the guy. We should give the guy the benefit of the doubt because I don't think we do that anymore. And let let him try to do the right thing. You know. And if if he has incentive of saying. Hey, I got out of jail. I've kept my nose clean. I I have a job. I worked my ass off when I was in prison to go to school and to learn this or to do this or whatever. And now I have a skill that is needed on the outside, and I can apply that skill. What do they learn in prison? Nothing, you know? Right. So, you know, and, you know... It comes down. It, it really just comes down to we need to treat these people better. All right, our our prisons that are, you know, minimum security prisons or maximum security prisons in some countries. You know, fucking. Uh, there was this prison I was watching about in Canada. They don't even have a fucking fence. You know, like like they don't have a fence. They li- the the guys live in something that looks like an apartment. It's a minimal security prison, and he's like, look. I have to be, I, I leave my prison cell, I, I live my place, I go to work at a normal job, and I come back. I don't get to go out on Friday nights. I don't get to do this. I don't get to do that. I have this apartment. This is where I live. This, this He's like, I can't go out on a date. I can't bring people back. This is this is my prison sentence. But I'll take that guy continues to work. That guy's still a functional member of society. He's not an ape in a cage. Contributing too. Yes, you know. So, you know. And but you know what keeps the prisons the way they do? I mean, for one, it's all the bullshit laws that we have, right? Which there's a lot of those, but it's also the prison lobbies. Well, prison lobbies, and then you have for-profit prisons, which I do not believe should exist. Not the prison any, guard any, uh, unions, all this right. shit. Dude, it's 
It's all based on greed, though. Right. It all goes back to that. You know, and, and the thing about it is, it'll be like, oh, there's drugs in prison and all this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but who brings in the fucking drugs? It's not the prisoners. It's the fucking guards. You know? Yeah. So in, in, you should... Who brings the drugs into this country? I know you could say, oh, well, it was Escobar and all that. Yeah, but who, who was the for- fucking CIA? Exactly. Everybody knows that. And, and why were they doing it? Because of... Greed, it all money. goes back to that, man. It, it yeah. all roots to that. They had to, they had to pay off those people that he killed Kennedy, and the only way they can do that is through cocaine. So, it all makes sense. Has to, uh, cocaine and yeah, dude, it's so, it's all corrupt. Let's think about it. Bush was might have been there when Kennedy was oh, killed. He was there. Bush Senior was the one that was there. Bush Junior yeah. ends up with the cocaine habit. It all ties together. It's through the cocaine. Follow the money. Yeah. So, yeah. Follow the sniffing. Follow the sniffing, you know. But, no, it. I, I really think we need to come forward as an American society, and we need to make changes, and we need to make big changes and drastic changes. And I, I really do feel that, you know, you look in 1950s, a single person, a father, could support an entire house on his own with one job, you know, the the missus took care of the house. They had two cars. They had you know two kids, three kids, four kids, whatever. But only one person working. Nowadays, so many people, two people working. Sometimes their kids even working, and they struggle mm-hmm. because they can't make the money. They don't. You know, this is this is a normal guy who has a normal job. It's not like he's a super scientist or a freaking whatever. This is a normal guy. You know. Are, and, and it shouldn't be like that. It really shouldn't, you know? I mean, we we need to be like, what do we need to do as an American society to really function and bring bring everybody up with us? Not just not just this guy and that guy and this guy. We can't be selective. we got to bring everybody up with us, you know? And, and I really feel that the first thing we need to do is try to stop the greed. Mm-hmm. Stop the greed, promote love. And then we can all go to Mars. We can all go to Mars at that point. So I, I think what I would do when I got to Mars is I would set up a colony and I would charge people to take shits. Charge people to take shits? Yeah. Oh. To, to, and, and to piss. I would put dollar slots on the toilets and they would have covers on them. And it's if you, greedy. And then, I, well, then what I would do is I would petition the lobby to make huge fines for people who were caught not pissing or shitting in my toilets. Really? Yeah. That's what I would do. I want to be the first one on Mars to murder somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so that's historical. That right? is historic. So, And that's probably why you did not qualify for this. Well, I didn't sign up. Well. Because I don't know if I, I mean to get back to that. I don't know if I could actually... Like you're gonna have to like leave my cut to kid. this section. <laughs> so. Oh no, people gotta listen. <laughs> right, right. They're gonna right. have to fucking sit through it all. I don't think I could leave my kid. I like yeah. yeah that would be really hard for me to say. Well, never gonna see you again. <laughs> right. Like what the fuck? Like I, yeah. I get it. I'm gonna die eventually. And he's gonna be on his own. But like, and maybe I could redecide that when he's 27 or something. Right. But maybe not. Right. So, all that said, now. The actual question that I brought you here for. Can we take a bio break? Yep. Okay. And that's why Germans like David Hasselhoff. No. 
I didn't ask <laughs> ask you the question that I wanted to ask you. I said, now the question that I'm going to ask you. That's what oh, to do with oh, David Hasselhoff. Gotcha. <laughs> you fucked that up, right? <laughs> it was <That's> funnier. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So, let's see here. Hang on. I'm going to... I'm, I'm going to change gears again on you. Okay. Okay. Because one thing we mentioned early on, early, early on, or maybe we didn't. I don't even remember at this point, but I think we did. The whole part of uh, you're going to uh, start a podcast. Yes. It's going to go on the network. I we, think we mentioned it real brief right at the top. Yeah. So before I, because we're, we're still teasing. Yes. And it's yeah. just pissing everybody off right. at this point. I got blue balls out the ass already, so. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I'm telling you, at this point, we've, we've oversold the question, I think. <laughs> to make them wait four fucking hours. It's like an M. Night Shalaman, but it's a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's it's going to really suck right. when we get to it. Or not, I don't yeah. know, yeah. Uh, because we haven't got there yet. Gotcha. Um, all right, so what's this podcast, this idea that you're... I guess let's now get into... The pitch. Okay. Because <laughs> so it's going to go on the network. It is. So There's no had, argument there. You just tell me what the fuck it is. Right. So we had talked about this before because uh, of our distance in between each other. Like, um, the it would almost be better for us to sometimes do separate work. And I really like the podcasting part of it. And so I think where we're at now is like, okay, let's, let's execute. Let's, let's, let's do this. So I'm thinking my idea as a podcast would kind of similar, be kind of similar to think tank, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe have some different parts, kind of like the old D to R podcast that we used to do together. Um, to where like, maybe we talk about news and current events and stuff like that. And then like, I always thought about trying to get people in for like, like a hot seat type thing of like, you know, inviting new people in I can interview and, and stuff like that, you know? And, I mean, starting off small, and you've got some pretty big names that come in, so, you know, I'll, I'll just execute it and, and, and find out what happens. Maybe get some followers, and, you know, uh, we talked about putting it on the Detour Network, and I think that'd be awesome, and we can go from there. Well, there you go. Sounds good to me. <clears throat> and then, you know, plus you... It'll be great because now you're attracting more followers too. Because now you get all the people that follow me, and then they'll follow you. So, and it's a shared thing. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean everybody has to listen to everybody's right else's stuff, but it's a way to like, hey, introduce you to these other yeah things. That's why it's a network. I mean, right, right. Well, like you don't love everything on the History Channel. You only <laughs> like. Certain shows. Or Honey Boo Boo, man. That's my show. No, I'm kidding. I don't know if that's fuck. on History, is it? <laughs> I don't know. So I think it was on Discovery. That would be weird if it was on History. Fuck that show, dude. Yeah. That's another one. Well, I mean, think shows. about any one network. Do you really love every fucking thing on that particular network? Probably not. No. Probably not everything. C-SPAN. Love that network. Do you? No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> so. What I'm saying is not everybody's going to love everything, but right, it, it's options. We're it, offering... Multiple perspectives, multiple uh, concepts, ideas, and all that. But I think overall, based on the last three and a half hours, you and I agree on a lot of, not more than what it may come across on the surface level where we would maybe disagree on these other things. But I think the bigger picture, we agree. 
Right. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You know, and the thing of it is, is I understand that people are going to have differences of opinion. And I don't sit there and try to persuade you and beat you down because your opinion is different. I mean, I know you're a Trump supporter or whatever, you know, and I don't hold that against you, you know, like... You have your reasons why, and I have my reasons why, but I'm not going to go out and slash your tires or anything because of it. No. you got to let people be people, and you got to be nice, you know? And it, it doesn't matter somebody's views. It's them as a person is what really matters, you know? And you've always treated me fair. We've been friends for a long time now, and we've always got along. And, you know, it's not something that should be a wedge between us. You know, right. it, it's fucking politics. You know, I always found that interesting. I work with a guy <coughs> who literally said, "So he's he was a he claims to be an independent. He's he was hardcore for Hillary in this last election. He had a friend who was hardcore for Trump, and this we'll call the friend <coughs> the Trump supporter was at this guy's house." having a beer hadn't really discussed politics or anything but it came right. up yeah it was shortly after the election um so the 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 hillary supporter his house his beer that the trump guy was drinking and all this it's pertinent i'm not just adding that for effect right uh and he's they got on politics somehow the hillary supporter found out that the trump supporter was a trump supporter Hitler's were walked over, grabbed the beer out of his hand, and said, get the fuck out of my house. This is my beer. Get the fuck out of my house. And they have not spoke since. Wow. So that is an interesting, uh, for me, that is an interesting way to handle it. So you've been friends with this person for years. Right. And you're willing to give up that friendship because of that? Right. Then there's some more deep-rooted shit going on here, in my opinion, it's not just because they voted for Trump or Hillary or whoever. Right. It, it, there's you didn't like this person to begin with, so what? Are we, yeah. Or something. But it's an interesting thing that maybe it is literally just because of how they voted. And, and is that is that a right way to fucking handle life? No, no. Yeah, no what the fuck is that? Here's That's the insane, thing. man. As we're sitting here and we're talking for the last four hours or something. We did not have a huge difference in opinion and a lot. We agreed on the same thing, the basic human things that we need to elevate. Well, you start to break it down, and you realize just how much you have in common. Right. And you could find that with everyone. Yeah. If you could give it a chance. Right. Right. Most people don't even give it a fucking chance, and that's what's insane. (laughs) Like, if if how I approach you, Ray, is the second you disagreed, I came across the table and swung at you. Yeah. Well, how the fuck do you think this conversation is going to go? Would it have been three and a half hours long? If you you really think about it, okay, and and you just take it, we'll say, on Trump's, like, campaign message, okay, make America great again, okay? He wants to drain the swamp. He wants to get rid of all this in Washington. He, He And he's supposed to be this business leader and everything like that. I can understand the American appeal of this man, okay? He's been on TV. You see how rough and rugal and everything he is on TV. You're fired, you know, time and time again. He he, he looks and he comes across as a no-bullshit type of guy, you know. And fuck, I would be sold on the surface too, you know. I, I, I definitely would. I'm not going to fucking lie about it, you know. The, the, in, if he got into Washington and did the things that he said, I might have a fucking different tune. I might be like, you know what? He's not that fucking bad at all. But 
I don't think he knows what he's doing, and that's my biggest problem. I, I think some of the things he's doing is good. Okay, I understand that he wants to try to make America good again, or great again, and, and he wants like, hey, how can we get more goods in the United States? How can we raise manufacturing here? How can we do this? How can we do that? Let's raise tariffs. Let's do this. Let's do that. I understand that. I understand what he's trying to do, but I don't think he's doing it correctly, and that's the big thing, you know. And I, I'm not gonna lie. I think I think that he was compromised in Russia a long time ago. So I'm not saying he's like a Russia foreign agent or anything like that. I think he was compromised. So and, and you can't have that as a sitting U.S. president, and that's my biggest thing. He is a security risk. I mean, he's not gonna go nuke somebody. But he's not going to make the right choices when it comes down to brass tacks. You think so, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if the choice was... I, st- I still want to see the Russian collusion. I'm waiting. Uh, okay. I don't expect you to come forward with it because right. even uh, the guy that's been investigating for a year and a half can't come forward with it because there is none. Or at but, least not enough that he's ready to fucking do anything with. I, what I, are we doing for a year and a half? Well, I mean, come on. Come on. The fucking, I, I the, mean, the, come on. Right. The, the the Clinton investigation took two years. All right? What Clinton investigation are we talking about? There's so many. Well, true. I mean... Which one? I mean... I, I, I believe most, most of them took two years. The, the fucking BJ from fucking Monica Lewinsky, I think, took two years. Mm. You know? I'm going to change gears on you. Uh, so... You know how much money they spent on the the blowjob investigation with fucking millions, probably right. It was, I believe, it was somewhere around thirty five million. Right. You know how much they spent uh, investigating nine eleven? No. No, not a clue. <laughs> uh, I think it capped out somewhere around fifteen million. Okay. You see a problem with that? Yeah. We spent thirty five million on a blowjob <laughs> and fifteen on two thousand dead people. Right. 3,000. I think it was closer to 3,000. 3,000 initially, when it was all said and done with all this shit after the fact, years after the fact, it comes to 15 million. Right. Because we've stopped investigating it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's nothing to investigate because it is what it is. Right. But we spent 35 on a blowjob. Yeah. And most investigations end up being about 35, 30, in that range. We spent less on dead Americans, thousands of them. Yeah. Then we are. Uh, there, there's a major problem here, and but that also signals to me there's something fishy about 9/11. About 9/11 still, and and not to get into 9/11. I just right. think that's interesting since we brought up or you brought up the the price tags. The, well, yeah. uh, the Clinton investigation being two years. Yeah, it made me think. It made me reminded me of the amount of money that was spent on it. The, so then anybody that if you simply want to believe. The official right. story of 9-11. The money that we spent on investigating tells me a different story just right. on that alone. Well, well I mean, they they probably... I, I'm not trying to... Uh, to it's not uh, that cut and dry that we right. could... No, Because no, a no. blowjob is more cut and dry than fucking 2,000 <laughs> dead people. I guarantee you that. Right. So, no, I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not trying to be argumentative, but... Um, and not playing devil's advocate here, but just to understand some of the, the, the costs... One of the things is, is like once we realized who did it, we probably had CIA and FBI files on them, you know. And, and you know, again, we're talking about a, a country that we already knew of that we're supposed to be an ally with because most of these people came from Saudi Arabia. 
So it was, it, I kind of think that there was a, a little bit that happened on the back end that the American public didn't know to where, you know, if if I was George W. Bush and this is supposed to be my ally, I would have went over and said, what the fuck, you know? You got all these fucking terrorists coming to my country with fucking Saudi Arabian passports, you know, and you knew them because we know your intelligence because we give you half the shit to begin with because you're an ally. So you know these people and you let them do this. I'm pretty sure there was something that went along those lines. Well, that all came out in the 28 pages. <laughs> you know? I mean, I just find it interesting that there's still people that, believe the official story right even you don't have to believe that the government our government had anything to do with it right even though that's fairly clear that there was a stand down which tells you there's something in uh, something on our shoulders to a certain extent whether it was confusion and that was the reason for the stand out or whatever there was stand out on the american people and there was some weird shit going on with saudi arabia and all that okay but the fact that I you agree. sit here and believe the full fucking bullshit official right. story, people believe that, uh, that's insane to me still at this point. I, I I think the planes hit the World Trade Center. you got to think. I was in the military at the time when this happened, all right? And I'm not saying, like, I'm a, a lonely private knows what's going on, you know, in black ops security on the other side of the world. No, that's not the fucking case at all. But I was in the military. I got... I, I I didn't get privileged to anything that like a normal person would, but the thing of it is is I got the feeling of what was going on in the military, you know, because I was in it. And what I I I still remember that morning Clayton's day, and this is September, so it's like, you know, perfect opportunity, but the I had just got home from uh, I worked night shift, all right, as an aviation electrician and um I I got home I usually watch my daughter for a little bit to let my wife sleep, and then we would go and get breakfast or something, and then which would be my dinner for the most part, and then I would lay down and go to sleep. Well, we go and we get breakfast after I wake her up, and uh, she's thumbing through the channels on the radio after we left Burger King, all right, because that was like the only thing fucking open, and uh, she and I heard on the radio as she's going through it that a plane hit the World Trade Center. And I was like, oh, that's crazy, because a plane hit the, like, Empire State Building or something back in, you know, a long time ago. I was like, and being in aviation and, 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 you know, knowing some of the stuff that I know, it's like, okay, first off, that plane had to be really off course. Uh, His radar might have not been working or something. I was like, is it foggy in New York? Like, is are they, do they have crazy weather right now? Is that what it is? And he's trying to fly into LaGuardia or JFK or something and he got off track. Like, shit like that is real possibility, you know? Like, they have all these safeties and features and stuff like that, but, you know, pilots make mistakes. They're humans, you know? And, and instrumentation breaks and I, I know all this because that's, that was my job, you know? And so, when that happened, it blew my mind, right? Like, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. When the second plane hit, I was at home, and I was watching it on fucking TV, and I was like, holy fuck, something's, we're under attack. That that that, that was my fucking first thought. I'm in the military, two planes fly into a building, and I, I don't even think they mentioned the Pentagon one yet, or the one in Pennsylvania or whatever. I don't even think it got that far. I don't think those happened yet. No. 
So when though when when that happened, it's just like uh, we're under attack. Like like the 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 next thing I see is all these planes being hijacked or flown from different countries, and they're just going to come in and just start nailing buildings and people in in power plants and all kinds of stuff to like you know shut down the United States. And then <laughs> I'm expecting you know, 50,000 bo- boats right behind him. We're going to have a huge land invasion by whatever country's attacking us. I don't know, you know. So I immediately called the quarterdeck of, of, of the office, My, you know, and, and I told him, I was like, I'm watching the news. What do I need to do? And, they're, and, and they told me, like, look, the base is literally being locked down. It's being locked down. You can't come on it. And they're like, are you off base? I said, yes. And they said, stay off base. Like, we'll call you, you know, right? And I was like, okay. And the next time I went to work, which was, it might have been three days, three days later, there was fucking 50 cal machine guns set up on the front of the, the base to get in, and you had to do all these zigzags. That's and crazy. Those. You got locked off base. The people that happened to be on base were locked on base. Yeah, and they had to pull guard duty yeah. fucking the whole time, you know? So, like, you had guys that were standing, you know, 12-hour watches. One guy stands 12 hours, the next guy stands 12 hours. It had to fucking suck. And... I didn't know this at the time, but we actually did scramble jets out of Virginia, from what I heard. Like, you know, they didn't have it. I don't think they had any ordnance on them. Were you in Virginia? Yeah, I was in Virginia. Okay, so you're fucking pretty close to, yeah. uh, like, Pentagon and shit like that. Yeah, or I was within I, within reason, yeah. within flying distance, you know. And so we were. Well, Norfolk's the largest fucking naval base in the world, and I'm right out of Norfolk. I was at NAS Oceana, which is literally right down the street. And then you have Damnick there, which is where the SEAL teams and shit are. So, you know, I, I'm in fucking, I'm in the place, if you're going to fucking get rid of something, you want to get rid of that, you know? And uh, so, to me, it was just fucking craziness going on. And, and I, I, I just remember, like, I can't believe this is real. That's the first thing I thought. But, you know, later on, when all the conspiracy theories and stuff coming on, it's like, man, I lived it. Like, uh, like I, I wasn't there, like, fighting fires at the World Trade Center, but I had just as much anxiety and stuff in my heart because I thought I was being invaded, you know? And with then when the conspiracy theories started coming out, it's like, look, and they're like, oh, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Well... It's not just fucking jet fuel that was burning in that building, you know? And I guarantee that, yeah, maybe jet fuel can't melt steel beams, but you don't have to melt it. You just have to structurally degrade it. And now that I'm a test engineer, I understand that shit more than ever, you know? And it's not about, you know, people are like, oh, well, the, you know, they're, they're expecting this puddle of molten metal on the ground. It's like, no, you don't got to do that. You just have to structurally weaken it enough. And it's not just jet fuel. You have an entire fucking building burning. You have wood and paper and carbon materials and people and, like, everything else. That's going to put off a lot more heat than just fucking, you know, fuel, jet fuel, you know? And, and, you know, they're like, oh, well, it was an internal explosion and it came down like this in such a systematic manner. I was like... I'm sitting here thinking, like, have you ever collapsed a building from the top down it, at all? Like, like it, it, it got hit way up high, you know? Like, how do you think it's going to fall? Like, topple over like you're a little kid? No, that's, that, that, that's not the way it works, you know? You structure 
you you weakened it here. You have all this mass up here. It's got to go somewhere. Gravity's going to bring it straight down. That's the way gravity fucking works, you know? It's not going to, like, fall over and stuff. Now, granted, there are some weird questions, like Building 7 and all this stuff. I understand, but I don't. I can't answer every question because some questions be like, yeah, okay, I don't know that, you know? But there might be a scientifically explanation for that. I'm not sure, you know? Because... I don't sit around and do tons and tons and tons of research about it because to me it's like I, I was there. Like I wasn't there, but I was like, it, you know, there. And, and it was part of my life. So I, I don't need to do that, you know. Subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. U.S. resistance against a global corporate combine empowered and funded by Communist China, allied with the big mega banks that set up Communist China in 1949. The Communist Chinese have taken control of U.S. telecommunications infrastructure. The Communist Chinese have taken control of Hollywood. The Communist Chinese have taken control of the main universities. This is all confirmed. This is not a drill. Big tech in Silicon Valley is almost completely run by the Communist Chinese government. They've officially become state-run. Apple, 100%. Google is now making the transition and announcing a merger and total worldwide censorship. They are now beta testing using me as the straw man, a demonized version of Alex Jones to do that. This is happening. This is not like the other probes before that were meant to get you used to probes and censorship, thinking you would adapt to censorship by just putting up with it. Now this attack is thousands and thousands and thousands of times the magnitude of all previous attacks. This is a titrated dose, reverse psychological warfare operation using adapt and overcome subversion paradigm manipulation. In layman's terms, they are manipulating the fact that we adapt to being oppressed. We adapt to being pressed with the low dosages of oppression. Now when the megaton hits us of the total takeover, we try to adapt to the poison infusion instead of not knowing it's a lethal dose if we accept the dose. Total Internet of Things integration global social score complete command and control system. It is the virtual reality AI weapon system now attacking the United States with traders inside the major security agencies.
agencies blocking Trump's resistance of the program and attempting to stop us from removing the tentacles of the Tricom slash Big Tech banking combine emergency situation. I have been chosen for destruction because I brought you this information and have been battering, ramming it out as much as I can. They want to double use me as they always do in any complex system of mathematical deception where every angle of my good is turned against us. So they take what I've said, being sincere, build me into an insincere person in the straw man. I'm a person that cares about life and children and is against these wars. And so they make me a murderer of children. And then they build me into this lie to then set the distraction while they're actually censoring all of you to make a debate about Alex Jones. So even if I didn't sell out to them, they now use me as an archetype to serve them by being the main distraction. I have now been captured by the enemy in the information warfare fulcrum and is being used against you. Only your full understanding of this key will break you free from this paradigm. I have given you the transmission. Now break free. I have sworn upon the altar of God eternal hostility against every form of tyranny over the mind of man. Thomas Jefferson. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. deals on Amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the Amazon banner. By doing so, you're helping out the D2R Podcast Network. Don't forget to tell a friend and thanks for listening. If your guy or girl's got some facial hair that's kind of not smelling right, not feeling right, not all that great, go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got scents that every guy and girl will like, every kid likes to play with your beard. Why not give them something to smell nice as well? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody that great bird today. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 